Welcome to the 1000 Hours Outside podcast. My name is Ginny Urich. I am the founder of 1000 Hours Outside and I can hardly believe it. I'm sitting across the screen from Mary Kate Robertson. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm still just super honored that you asked me to come on your podcast. I'm so excited that you said yes. I am speaking at some different homeschool conferences across the country in the spring. And so what I thought was it'd be really cool to highlight some of the states that our family is going to. It's just fun to have ideas and know what these different states are like. And so my first thought was, I wonder if Mary Kate would do it. And then you said yes. So what a thrill. We have watched Duck Dynasty for a long time back when our kids were younger. And I just love following you. I think you're such a light. It's really amazing to see you got married young, you got these kids that are just beautiful and you're doing great things with them. You got home renovations, big things going on. So you really are a light to so many across such a broad range of ages. Like I was telling you, my friends were all excited. So anyway, thank you for taking the time. Oh yeah. So we're headed down to Louisiana. That's sort of one of the first things I would love to talk about. I know that you're born and raised there. You left for a little bit for college but you grew up in a small town. We're gonna be not that far from you. We're coming to Hammond, Louisiana for the conference, but then our friends live in Gilbert, I think, that we're gonna be staying Mm -hmm. with for a little bit, which is, I don't think all that far, maybe less than an hour from where you grew up. So you've talked about cool things, like there's safari tours and, so I don't know, can we start there? Just a little bit about what Louisiana's like and a couple of your favorite things to do there. Um, I have loved growing up here um, and I think, so John Luke and I, we're both from Louisiana. I grew up in Delhi, Louisiana. It's like 3,000 people maybe. So super small town. Um, he grew up in like the big city over in like West Monroe. But um, we both just love it here. And I think we grew even more for like an appreciation of it whenever we moved off to Virginia for a little bit. And we were ex- really excited to come home. And so we've been back now for four years. And it's just been, I feel like it's been a great place to grow up. And I'm excited just to raise my kids here Um, one thing we love about it is it's never, it's not, it does get cold, but it's not cold for too long. And so we get to be outside a lot. Um, I feel like we're swimming until like into October. And then this year we got to start swimming even in February. So we like the weather and it does rain a good bit. And we, we've, we get some tornadoes and some storms that come through, but for the most part, um, we're able to be outside a lot. And I feel like I, that was just a big part of my childhood was even getting to be outside a lot just mm-hmm. doing all sorts of things. Like I grew up on a lake. And so a big thing to do here is just taking boats out and skiing and inner tubing and wakeboarding. And um, it definitely gets very, very hot here in the summer. So I've always mm-hmm. joked like in the summers here, especially July and August, like you have to be doing some sort of water activity if you're outside because the humidity will just take you out. It's so hot. Yeah. But there are a lot of lakes. The friends that yeah. were coming to visit, they say the same thing. You spend a lot of time on boats. We're coming to do a swamp tour, which that does oh, actually fun. make me think about Louisiana. But I know you had talked about there was a place even right in Delhi, so small, a safari. Oh, yeah. It was the most random thing um, when that came um, into our town growing up. But it was so much fun. We did that a lot. Um, just in the summers, you can drive through. They've had giraffes. They have kangaroos. They've got zebras. Um and you can kind of just take your own car and drive through it. And so it's a super fun, fun activity that's very random um, for our small town. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of hoping to get over there because we won't be super far. So we're excited oh, yeah. to come visit and really neat to learn about cool things to do there. So I think it's really neat that part of your story is that you and John Luke met at camp. 
And now he's a director of a camp, and that, but they're different camps, the camp that he's director of and the camp that you met at. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up, we both grew up going to summer camp. Um, I grew up at a camp in like Northeast Louisiana. He grew up at another one. The one that he grew up at, Camp Chioka, his like great grandfather started and has been in their family. And it was funny. I grew up the other one and I was meeting some, some of mutual friends from him, but it was the one year he decided to go and try a different camp. Um, he came to the camp I was at and that was where we met. And so we met at, it was called King's camp, um, when we were 15. And so it was very special to both of us. I feel like I was going, I was like 10 until I graduated high school. And then he started probably, I mean, he, Literally, his his dad was the director when he was born. And so his house, the house that they brought him home from the hospital to, was on the campground. So we are um, very, very deep into the camp life, and we love it. Oh, so now he is the director there. So do you spend a fair amount of your, do you go there a lot in the summer, or is it too busy? He, so it's, we're kind of, tra- it's, it's, I think we'll always be um, with the camp in some capacity. He is with it a little bit less now um, just because of other career things for him. Yeah. But we've, we've lived out there the past, I guess, like five or five summers at least. And so normally last summer, actually, our house is only five minutes away from the camp. Last summer, it was a little easier just to set up. And we have two toddlers. It was a little easier for me to spend most of our time at our house and I would take the kids out there every day. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we like pretty much live out there. We've lived out there the past about five summers. Wow. The kids, they get to grow up there and yes. have all those experiences. That's a really cool history that you met at the camp and his great, was it his great grandpa, something started his great the grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. And like the fifties or something like that. Camp Chioka. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool legacy. And I saw that on both sides of your family. So on your side, you have a place that you go to that's in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Um, we, I guess it was when I was probably eight, um, went to Pagosa Springs, Colorado for the first time and just fell in love with it there. And so we grew up going there pretty much every summer or winter. Um, we, we were going there and loved it. Very different climate than Louisiana. It was, um, just super fun. We would go and we would hike and we would raft down the river and it was a small town there that we just fell in love with and had so much, so many good memories there. Do you guys still go? We go some. So my parents had a house there, um, but they, they recently sold it. And so we, we go some, but not as much as when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. So you have all these childhood memories mm-hmm. and probably really different because my friend who lives in Louisiana said it's fairly flat. So yes. hiking is not a big, a huge thing there. Oh, no. But then you go to Colorado and it's very different. There's all sorts of hikes and the mountains yes. and the rafting. Yes. That's cool. I mean, I you see that thread through that you're going out with your parents and he's going out with parents and grandparents. Um, and I see so many of your pictures and videos with your two little ones and you're getting them out and they're little. How old are they? They are. Ella turns two next week and John Shepard. Oh, my is goodness. Oh, my goodness. And they're 17 months apart. Yes, they are. Oh, oh it's the cutest. So what's your advice if parents have little ones and they're close in age and I've seen you've been getting them out since they were really little. What is your advice for parents on how to make that just a little bit easier? I 
feel like just even just starting, like just, mm-hmm. just do it. I feel like it took me a little while, um, which John Shepard was born four months, like before the pandemic. And we also moved that year. And I feel like with him, we stayed home a little more, but then looking back and I, and I feel like my newborn time with him versus Ella was more difficult. And I just think that mm. Um, when we started getting out, although it was kind of intimidating sometimes to take both of them out, I just realized it was like so worth it, um, just to get outside with them and take them. So we go to the park a lot. It's kind of like our thing that we do. And, um, sometimes it takes a lot just to, you know, they're arguing or fighting, trying to get them out the door, trying to get them dressed. But whenever we get there, I just feel like, I mean, 99% of the time they just, automatically like their mood just they both become so happy so easy they get along so well there and um it really I feel like it sets the tone even for like the rest of our day yeah it's just about getting there yeah getting there is the hard part it is it is but once you're there it's worth it like you said I mean almost every time it's a good experience yes it is yeah everyone gets a little bit of a break everyone gets a breath but it is hard when they're little because you're having to pack a lot more yeah snacks they're a little less they're more a little inflexible like with older kids you can be like well, tough it out <laughs> tough it yeah. out but not with the toddler if yeah. they want something that they're hungry if they're thirsty they're not you know they can't tough it out like a bigger kid mm-hmm. so okay so here's the thing you why and the kids always look so cute <laughs> so you are a thrifter you have this so you've got your like to know that's how you say it that's i'm dating myself like to know it yeah like <laughs> to know it which is really cool because you could just click on and be like look she's got her kids dressed so cute you got all sorts of outfits on there so what are your thrifting shopping what are your tips there your tips and tricks well i feel like i'm i'm actually not very good at like to know it because i feel like i have people asking me like oh where'd you find this where'd you find this and most of the time i found it like secondhand or thrifted or just kids go through clothes so darn fast that it's just so much easier um, or just saves more money just to find them something um, secondhand. So Poshmark's kind of my go-to, I feel like. Okay. Um, it was always searching there first and then kind of, or, or we have um, a place here called Once Upon a Child. That's awesome. And so I'll go every now and then. Yeah, we have that too. I have been looking for simple ways to form healthy habits and get the nutrients my body needs when my immune system feels unsupported. And that's why I decided to give AG1 a try. Not only does AG1 deliver my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more, but it's a powerful healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. And it makes me feel nourished and ready to face the day. As a parent, longevity is on my mind more than ever before. I want to make sure I'm taking really good care of myself so I can continue to show up for the moments that matter with my kids. Every day, AG1 helps me build long-term health with daily nutrients that support brain, gut, and immune health. All it takes is one scoop a day, and I'm setting myself up for the long run. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why I'm excited to welcome them as a new partner. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash 1000. That's drinkag1.com slash 1000. Check it out. When the skies open up, 
while others seek shelter, I embrace the rain. Heading to my favorite hike, the raindrops are like a soothing melody, and my vessies ensure each step is dry and comfortable, turning a simple outing into a rather delightful experience. Whenever my kids and I are stepping into a great outdoors adventure, I love wearing Vessi's Stormburst boots to capture the beauty of springtime landscapes. Their robust style is perfect for our nature excursions, adding a little dash of elegance to our outdoor explorations. This spring, transform how you view wet weather with Vessi. Their Dymatex technology makes their shoes not just waterproof, but a stylish barrier against rain and puddles. Whether it's a sudden downpour or a planned seaside walk, Vessi shoes ensure your feet stay dry and comfortable. Embrace the essence of spring with Vessi. From chic city walks to adventurous treks, find the perfect pair for your lifestyle at Vessi.com outside and enjoy an automatic 15% off your first order upon checkout. That's V-E-S-S-I dot com slash outside for 15% off your first order. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that is hard, though, because then people want to know where it's from and you can't direct them anywhere. But yeah. I thought it was pretty good. I looked through it. Thank well, you. and you have your closer on there, too. And it'll be like, oh, you show your the playroom and you can find the different cute things. Or, okay, one of the things that was really good that I saw was um, like a stain remover. Oh, that's a brilliant yeah. thing to put on there. It's like a little one that you can carry with you for your, I think you had put for your stuff. Yes. My mother-in-law put that in my stocking this year. All the, all her girls, she put them in their stockings <laughs> and we yeah. all like love it. <laughs> yeah, That's a great gift. Yeah. Just for I your know. own. I thought your post was funny about it. Cause it was for your own self. Like oh, yeah, I that tend is, to get, yeah, I get stuff true. on myself. I mean, I think you either <laughs> do or you don't. You're one of those types of people and I do, but also yeah. For kids' clothes, and you're out, and they get messy and stained and all that type of stuff. So people should look at that. I think they like to know it. It's super cool to look through and see where you're finding your stuff, and you've got great ideas on there. Thank you. And then uh, talk to me about your photography. Are you still doing that? It's definitely a hobby of mine, and there's been times where I, um, I guess, did it for like a profit, like in high school, but I've just been interested in it. You did? Yeah, what did you I do in like, high school? I didn't know that. I, um, I guess sometime in high school, probably when I was like 15, I would second shoot um, with some photographers for weddings. What? And then, yeah. That's and incredible. Then, oh, thanks. And then I think I offered like family portraits for a little bit in high school too. I just loved it. Whenever I was probably 12, I would make my little sister get in the backyard and like model for me and pose for me just because I love to take pictures. Um, so I've just been doing it for a while and just, just enjoy it. And so now it's super fun, um, having my kids to just take pictures of. Yeah. I mean, if you look through, I told you, I went back and looked at your blog, which is adorable. The little duck wife.com, <laughs> which maybe you haven't updated. It's been probably a couple years. Yeah. Maybe. It's been a little bit well, since I had kids and I got a little busier and a little less to do it. Right. But it was really cute to look back and the photography is stunning. And I would imagine that most of it is yours. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. wedding photos are coming from a professional like your own. Yeah, wedding, yeah. But all the other ones of all your adventures that most of the photography is yours. Yes. Either me or, or helping my we always quote unquote my Instagram husband to. to <laughs> <have this> shot. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's one of those things I look back and I think it's hard to bring the big camera sometimes because that's what you're using, right? A Canon. <laughs> you know, a bigger camera, but the picture quality is so different. So sometimes I look back and you, sometimes you don't bring it because it's a pain. It's a little bit yeah. bigger. 
and we have the cameras mm -hmm. on our phone, but I think those photos are so gorgeous. So just a reminder, I think for me, like bring it along sometimes. Oh yeah. Even for me, I, I won't use it for a couple months and I'll bring it out and I'm like, Oh, I've got to use this more often. It, it's one of those things that's just worth it when you do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then you just went on a pretty big trip with the kids skiing. Mm -hmm. So this is the thing I think is so cool is that when you have little ones, people are always saying, Oh, they're not going to remember. They're not going to remember. And so sometimes it feels like, Oh, should I put in the effort? And so I would imagine it's a lot of effort. You live in Louisiana. It's warm, like you said, most, you know, mm -hmm. warmer. You're not in ski clothes. So to yeah. pack up two young kids to go on a trip where there's going to be snow, I just think that's so awesome, first of all, that you yeah. put in the effort yeah. to do that. But how, how was it? Was it easier or harder than you thought was going to be? <laughs> it was very challenging. Um, it really was. But we had so much fun on our ski trip. It honestly was more challenging than I thought it was going to be. Um, just because I've never had two toddlers in the snow before. This was actually Ella's first time to see the snow. And these are my two little warm weather loving Louisiana babies. And so Utah right now is like the record amount of snow they've had in like 40 years or something. And so literally the entire time we there, we're there, it's like a blizzard. But it was so much fun. And even this morning, John Shepard brought in his little snowball maker that he brought home from the trip. And he said, Mama, I want to go. I want to go make some snowballs, and it was it was a little sad for me though because I was like, I don't, yep, I don't know next time you're gonna see snow, fun, but we can still bring it next time. But they had so much fun, and we we really did. We had such a good trip. It was so, um, it was challenging, but it was worth it. It was fun. I know we had a lot of memories, and like the kids might not remember it when they're older, but they're loving it now. They're already asking yeah. to go back, and they had so much fun. Um, just getting to experience something, just a whole different climate and place than they're used to. And with cousins, right? They had cousins yes. there? Oh, yes. Yeah. So we had, with all their cousins, there's five of them under four. Which oh, is my goodness. a little crazy That's at so time. cool for Corey. I, that is oh, yeah. just, she seems yeah. like she absolutely is in heaven with the grandbabies. Oh, Yes. These are some very, very loved babies. That's for sure. Yeah. But my two are the, I feel like kind of the most, um, I don't know if rambunctious is the right word, but they're, they're they know how to fight, fight for what they want. And um, so I was, it was, it was a little more work for me too, because I was having to really like, okay, kids, hold back a little bit, hold back a little bit. Um, oh, that is a good point though. You always <laughs> think about family trips as, idyllic oh how sweet but then you you really are having to juggle that it's sort of everyone's oh, yeah. expectations and how everyone's getting along yeah so there is an extra added layer there oh yeah we we laugh yeah and they're building those relationships though oh yeah they love each other and even since we got back from the trip um when we got back actually both sets of their cousins um went out of town again and they were all asking to facetime with each other oh like already cool. just they're one and three and four and they're missing each other and asking to see each other. And uh, that has been really sweet for us. But one thing that I loved about our trip and I said was so needed was I was excited. Sometimes I feel like being home with them. We've, we've been really sick for the start of the year. We've had like four or five things run through our family since like January. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been raining a good bit. And I feel like our days were just starting to all look alike. And I feel like even the trip was a great, it broke up. Um, I don't know, just our day to day life and, we we're excited to come home and just, I don't know, kind of a fresh start to our everyday yeah. life at home, which was kind of sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think it's really neat. It's like the whole family is inspiring. And what a, what a neat legacy that for me, I'm actually more looking at Corey. Like, I mean, I don't know when we'll have yeah. grandkids, but our oldest kid is 14. So we're getting closer. And you and John yeah. Luke met young and married young. So, yeah. um, you know, so I'm at that age of starting to think about how cool would it be to take your kids and grandkids, little grandkids on and to go on these different trips together. What a fantastic yeah. way for everyone to. And, and Corey's mother was actually on the trip with us as well. And she was skiing, too, which is just so fun. I know. I saw I know. a picture of, well, what it had been is Corey's grandma. It was like all the way down. And John Luke was holding a baby of so many yeah, generations. So yesterday we actually celebrated Corey's grandmother's birthday, her 92nd birthday. So that wow. um, their side has definitely had lots of everyone's married very young. Um, mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, so that makes sense because you're wondering how is it Corey's grandma, but yeah, yeah. everyone married young and had babies yeah. young. So that was a picture yeah. of I, I said, yeah. was it, it might have been five generations. It seemed like yeah. So that was John Luke's great grandmother, mm -hmm. the kid's wow. great great. -grandmother. Mm -hmm. Wow. And John, John Shepard in the picture. Yeah. So you are you have all these home renovations going on. Yes. And do you have a hard time juggling it all? There's a lot of family things. You got little ones. How is yeah. the juggle? <laughs> it's definitely been a lot. Um, I feel like really since Ella was born, it's been a lot of juggling. Um, we moved out of our house to start renovating it the month before she was born. And she turns two this week. So we've been out of our house. She's never lived in our house. Um, <laughs> so we've been out of our house for two years. <laughs> and um, I've been the one primarily uh, on top of that. And so I feel like, I've, I've joked that that's my other, that's my other job has just been building our house right now. Um, yeah. so that along with other work and then the kids, um, we've mm -hmm. been, we've been in a lot of, a lot of juggling, but I feel like, I feel like we're settling down a little bit, but. Well, how knows. close, how close are you with the house? Um, hopefully by the end of the month, but we'll really? see. Really? Possibly. It's possible. No we're in that grass. Um, Mary Kate, that's exciting. Hopefully by the end of the month. Thank you. Thank you. I hope so. But also, if you, if you would have asked me that in August, I would have told you by the end of the month, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, who knows? Just trying to, I've just really been trying to hold it with open, open hands as yeah. best as I can. Everyone wants to start their year off on the right foot. And for me, that means making sure I'm eating well and have enough energy to do everything I want to do but I'm not going to run to the butcher every day to get a fresh cut of quality meat. That's why Good Chop is such a lifesaver for our family. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on your schedule. Their products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want. We had a somewhat last minute get together recently and it was so incredibly convenient to just head to the freezer and pull out a couple bags of Good Chops hamburger patties to whip up some burgers quickly. They were so delicious. Besides being delicious, it's important to know it won't cost you a fortune either. Good Chops price per meal starts at just $3.74. Go to goodchop.com outside120 and use code outside120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code outside120 at goodchop.com slash outside120 for $120 off. 
goodchap.com slash outside120, code outside120. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. So get started today and get after your goals. Some of the things we love about Factor are their two-minute meals. You can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Our kids love the pancakes, smoothies, and more. And there's a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, including midday bites. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And remember, to sign up and save, we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash outside50 and use code outside50 to get 50% off. That's code outside50 at factormeals.com slash outside50 to get 50% off. But I saw the kids' rooms and they are darling, darling. The, oh, they're so cute. Do you like to go in and do all the, the decorating and are you super excited about that part? Oh, I'm super excited about it. I um, There's been a lot of pauses that have happened in our home renovation and, and that's when I really started going and thrifting because it, it gave me yeah. Um, kind of a place to channel my home decorating energy. Mm-hmm. So I've been collecting things for two years now. And so I've got a little closet up or kind of a room upstairs here of stuff mm-hmm. that I'm excited to put in our home. Start to put out. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Oh, thanks. John Luke's grandmother has a pool and she lives right whenever we move back in our house. She has, she lives literally behind us. And that's another like fun fact is we all like literally live on the same property, like normally, which is fun. That's so cool. Yeah, I guess so that's as there? So we live, um, there's a road with John Luke's grandmother, his great, and both sides of the family. His, his, um, Phil and Kay, they live like way out, like okay. way out in the woods. And, um, <laughs> but pretty much everyone else lives on the same street or back or back to back with it. I mean, it's, it's pretty funny. Willie's three brothers, Corey's mom, grandmother, aunt, another aunt. And then, um, my, one of my sisters, one of John Luke's sisters, and then his, another sister is building right behind us. So we're literally, like, we literally joke. We call it like the compound. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I'm sure that there's pros and cons, but it's like an old fashioned neighborhood. Then as the kids get older, they're going to just get to go run around with their cousins. Oh, I'm so excited for them. It is going to be so fun. And it's funny because a lot of people are like, do y'all get like sick of each other? Like, how do you have any privacy? But it's funny because everyone really stays so busy mm-hmm. that you, we can live next door to each other, not see each other for a couple of weeks if we're not intentional, you know, about yeah. making a do it. Yeah. And so someone's got a pool. Yeah. So his grandmother has a pool. And so, um, the kids and I go there pretty much every day in the summer. That's our outside time because it's so hot. We can't even go to the park. Yeah. So we'll go there. And um, so that's my plan. Yay. Okay. So we're coming to Louisiana. We are going to yeah. go to the safari. Does your dad still own a drugstore there? 
Yes, he does. Okay, so we got to go there to get ice cream? Yes, he, he has the oldest. It's actually the oldest drugstore in Louisiana. He's had it in his family. I think his grandfather bought it and was a pharmacist. And then my grandfather was a pharmacist there and then my dad. But he still has it. And they have like an old soda fountain in there with burgers and ice cream. So I'm adding to my list. And then you have a coffee shop. Yes, we do in Ruston. We have Railway. Ruston. Okay. I mean, this is what I'm saying. Mary-Kate, there's so many things going on here. It's really impressive, but it's given me a lot of good ideas. We're going to come visit all of these fun places. So here's what I wonder. How do you feel being so influential? Does that stress you out at all, or do you love it? You kind of seem like you were made for it. Well, that's sweet. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, I feel like it kind of, I felt grateful for the platform of it, but um, sometimes it feels kind of weird because I feel like I'm just very I'm at the house with my kids and I'm cooking us food and like I don't know I just feel like I'm doing very normal stuff and sometimes I definitely question like why would anyone want to look at what I'm doing this is the most just you know normal stuff and and I really do and I love like I love what I get to do I love being home with my kids um Mm -hmm. and so yeah uh it is it's normal but then some of it is really unique and special like I do think you have these gifts like the, you know, just the way the little kid, the kids are dressed and that you're doing a lot of different things. You're involved in a lot of different things and juggling that with being a mom is all inspiring and exciting. It, it I think it helps other people be excited about life and trying new things too. So I don't know. I think it's really neat. I, um, we watched Duck Dynasty a way back. We don't watch as much TV anymore because just we have the kids. And but um, so I have I haven't watched the wedding episode, but I'm going to now. <laughs> I'm excited. But there was I, I read that there was seven to eight hundred people there. Is that right? Yes. At your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what you write about it is the sweetest. Like you just absolutely loved it. And at this point, this is seven years, seven or eight years ago. Almost eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You're coming up on an anniversary. So mm-hmm. almost eight years ago. And it was quick, right? Your engagement was quick. Yeah. And all that planning is so beautiful. Do you look back on it much or do you feel like it feels pretty far in the past? Uh, it just, I think. It, in some ways, it feels like such a lifetime ago. I can't believe it's been nearly eight years, but mm-hmm. uh, it really does feel kind of like a lifetime ago. I think not just from our wedding, but because we were filming the show then. Yeah. And it just, we were doing all these crazy things. And now you can just catch us at home most of the time. And yeah. I don't know, it's neat because I feel like we've gotten to do, I mean, we did so many just crazy things looking back on it. Uh, well, sometimes I feel like we'll just look at each other and be like, what were we doing? Like, that was such a crazy, even just like our first year of marriage, looking back on like, that was not normal. That was just, we were doing so many, um, I don't know, just all these adventures and things we were doing. But now we're at home and we're with our kids and just very happy to be also doing what we're doing now. So it almost just feels like two different lives, but both both really good and both really fun. Yeah. And they intertwine, you know, it's like all of those experiences yeah. that give such a foundation because you were really young. You went and did school together. You did college together, yeah. doing tours. Yeah. Um, what a, that is a really unique and I would imagine somewhat bonding, maybe stressful too, but way to start a marriage. Yeah. Right out of high school for you, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not high school talks. <laughs> and we have friends, you know, people kind of come down on that sometimes. So we have friends that they're, you know, their daughter's interested in getting married. And, you know, and everyone says stuff. Do people say stuff to you? Oh, yeah. Even We even had family members. We, we had family members who I heard that they had said things of just like, whoa, because it's normal. I feel like in the South, it's normal to get married young. But mm-hmm. um, we were particularly young. Right. Um, we got like John Luke was literally I finished school ahead of him, but he like high school. And so he mm-hmm. um, proposed his senior year of high school, which when I say that, <laughs> I just feel like we're insane. But um, we definitely had people say things. But I feel like I feel like it's been good. I mean, I feel like there's pros and cons to it. But I feel like mm-hmm. for us, like there's been the pros have outweighed the cons to it, you know. Yeah. Well, you start your family, you grow up together. And we just, we started all of our adult life together, you know, and all of our memories are just with the other one, which has been Mm -hmm. special. Well, and then it's neat. If you look at then Corey's grandma, if you have kids young, then there is that, and that might happen that you meet your grandkids and your great grandkids and your great, great grandkids. What a cool thing. And then you have just this huge amount of people coming to celebrate you and you can actually see that legacy that you're leaving. Mm-hmm. So, so do you guys have any plans to travel the rest of the year? Do you think you're mostly staying home for your home renovations? I think we'll be home for the most of this year. I think once we're in our house, I'm not going to want to leave it. Um, but I think we will have some fun things, I believe, coming up the next year. But this year, this year we'll be home. It'll be fun to settle in oh, yes. at your place. Well, Mary-Kate... This has just been such a treat for me. We're big fans and everyone I know is a big fan. So I think people are going to be thrilled to listen and really inspired by you and how you're raising your kids and just looking at this outdoor legacy that has been passed down through generations on both sides of your family. Really cool to see that. And you've given a lot of ideas of places to come when we come visit Louisiana. So I hope for you that... You're in your house here (laughs) by the end of the month. Oh, my goodness. And you know what I was going to ask? I had one other thing on here. You had written such a cool thing because this is coming out just right before Mother's Day, too. And I had seen a post that you wrote such a beautiful things about both your mom and your mother-in-law. So I thought, maybe we talk about that for just a quick minute before we wrap up. And it probably, I'm not sure where I saw it. It probably would have been, I guess, on your blog. But there are these pictures of your mom. And she's on a tricycle and you're standing next to her. She's in the water with you. And I just think it's so neat to see that involvement and how it sort of passes down. So tell me just a, just a couple inspirational things about your mom heading into Mother's Day. I think that will inspire other people in their mothering. Yeah. Oh, my mom, she really is awesome. And I feel like she's always um, really like my mom and then also John Luke's mom and his grandmother. I could call them like any day. And if we're in a bind, they would, one of them would be able, you know, and willing to help, which is something because um, like we were saying earlier, like they're all still young. And like my mom, my mom has a nine year old at home. And then like, everyone has still had like when John Luke and I got married, we both had young siblings. Um, and so they're still very busy, very much still working and so busy, but they have just, it has meant the world to me, how available they've been to us to help us with the kids. And if someone's sick, just helping out. And I just really am grateful for that and admire that a lot in them. Um, 
and they love, they will always make time for the kids. Wow. Too. And it's so dependable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is an interesting thing to think about. I mean, I think it is different if you're, let's say, the last kid to leave the house, the last mm-hmm. kid to get married. But if you're one of the first, they do have all those other kids still at home. Or like you yeah. said, you have, your brother he was real little, your younger brother when you got mm-hmm. married. So that is such a huge thing that they are able to meet you where you're at in your stage of life and still be dependable mm-hmm. and still be involved, even though they have all these other things going on. Oh, I love that. Yay, heading into Mother's Day. Oh, Mary-Kate, well, thank you. We always end our show with the same question. And the question is, what is a favorite memory of yours from your childhood that was outside? I think, I don't feel like this is anything crazy or anything, but one thing that I look back on, and it was one of my favorite things, was just any day after school going outside, and I would either ride on my little four-wheeler or I would go on my swing set. And that was something and it was small. It wasn't anything crazy. It was anything special, but it was something that I look forward to and just remember being so happy about every single day. Yeah. Just after school. Yeah, you just get time. Mm-hmm. Time to just decompress and just to be. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thank you. This has been the best. I am just so honored that you said yes and so grateful. And everyone's going to be thrilled to listen to what you have to say. So thanks for being here. Aw, thank you so much for having me. It really does mean a lot to me. It does. Hey, are you a parent of a teenager? Are you feeling overwhelmed about how to be what they need while also holding limits and boundaries that keep them safe? Are you tired of conversations that negate how messy this season of parenting is? Well, I've got you. My name is Casey O'Rourke. I am a positive discipline trainer, parent coach, and the host of the Joyful Courage podcast. Every week I come to you with an interview, digging into tough topics with experts I trust and solo shows that go deep into the personal growth and mindset needed to raise teens in a way that grows them into confident, capable young people. I am not afraid of getting real about the intersection of conscious parenting and the teen years, while also bringing in vulnerability, humor, and lightness. I'm walking the path with you and honored to serve. Listen to Joyful Courage on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts.